0: Hi, everyone. I'm Kari.
1: Hi, everyone. I'm Bree.
0: Hi, everyone. I'm Annalisa. And this is CSI Talk. And today... Today we're going to be breaking down and doing our Easter eggs and highlighting some bullet points that we think is, are important for the third episode of CSI Vegas under the skin. So the episode begins and the victim is killed by sharp force and left to die on the pool. That scene showed up in some promo footage. So Ransom, I'm going to make this a freaky name, Ransom, which is Josh and Ellie name. They are working together. Max is helping too, but primarily she's helping Grissom and Sarah. Grissom totally lies to Sarah and the hotel room like, okay, man, totally lying to her life and she knows it. We all think that it's about his hearing, but it's not. We're going to touch on that later. Grissom and Sarah, they come back to the lab and we, and back in the lab, Max is drinking her coffee again. And that's my girl like that. That's me every day, drinking coffee in the morning. And she gets to meet then the IA lady. Her name is Nara Cross. And she's still deciding if she's going to move all of the evidence to Washoe County or to or they're going to stay in the LV lab. And we also get introduced to the under sheriff who looks a lot like my kin. Like, I don't know why. Like, why did they choose this? Like, I don't know. And the... Then we have our Hank reference. Do y'all remember Hank? Yeah.
2: Such a sweet boy.
0: Grissom is like, oh, I remember Hank. Black like, and Sarah's so like, yeah, he was a good boy. Like, uh Well, because the... Uh, what's the name of the dog that died? I don't know. The dog that died. Britsky. Frisky. He bit his attacker, and they tried to get his DNA because there, were, there was blood in the, in the dog's teeth. But they couldn't run the DNA through coders because there weren't enough. Max does her magic and she phenotypes it and she gets to the conclusion, the, the machine gets to the conclusion that the suspect is male between 40 and 65 years old and is South American descendant. And I felt really called call out because I'm pretty sure that uh, the suspect is going to end up being a Brazilian descendant.
2: I would be considered a South American descent. <laughs> it wasn't neither of us. <laughs> we didn't do it. We didn't do it. Was, like Kristen said, it wasn't Alex. Um, so the Hodges case gets fast-tracked
0: because why the fuck now, right? Why the fuck not, Judge? Um, they are back in the autopsy, doing the autopsy of this the victim of the week. She was a video game developer. Uh, she was a woman, and um, you go M X are flirting. Like I don't know if I shit them already. I don't know. I might, but I don't have enough information yet. Uh, I think. They-
1: I think they are the next Grissom and Catherine.
0: Oh, it could be. I could, I could see that happening. Uh, So the under sheriff gives a press conference and they sentence that um, justice is coming and will be swift. It's not about the Hodges case, it's about the case of the week. And the press are asking the under sheriff about the Hodges case, but he's not giving any information yet. Uh, So we're back to Sarah and Grissom who are investigating the house, the Hodges house, and... We see Emma uh, going out to meet them, and she tells Sarah that she met Hodges through eBay auction. He, he won the auction, and which is a very Hodges way to meet his wife. But, well, we're going to touch on that later. Uh, so Brissom ends up finding the rock that killed the dog. But, I mean, we think that this, this perpetrator is a mastermind, but he shouldn't have left. The evidence over there, Grissom and Sarah concluded the perpetrator would have gone into the house through the spare room that Emma and Hodges have, uh, they're preparing to be a nursery and they have a lot of boxes there and they've moved, they moved to the house uh, about six months and like, why are there so many boxes? Why didn't they, they're going to turn into a nursery? Like, I don't, I don't know why they would turn that room into a nursery if it has a door to the outside they think that that door was the point of entry and they go around and we're some really calls emma dumb because <laughs> she didn't know what what that what that stain that Grissom found in the box was and Grissom didn't answer so okay Grissom we get it you you still think Hodges is the culprit and you're just trying to help your wife not Hodges Emma says that there was a portrait missing and Sarah says that she that the perpetrator could have gotten that that portrait and gotten Hodges fingerprints to uh fake his fingerprints at the storage locker but how would he know which fingerprints belong to Hodges and which fingerprints belong to Hodges' mom or, or Emma.
2: That makes me wonder if Emma and her mother, like, if everybody else's fingerprints are just in that storage locker and they're just being ruled out as not Hodges, you know what I mean? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And that's not good investigating. And then Grissom was like, let's not make the perpetrator a
0: Bond villain. Allie and Josh, they are investigating the crime scene of the week. And Allie go chases down this man who's been kind of surveillance the, the crime scene. We don't know yet, uh, but he's a witness. And we can see how she reaches for her gun. And Josh mentions that she, she's never done that before, like run after the suspect or witness. So I'm thinking that um, something happened to Allie. Something traumatic happened to her. And we don't know what happened. Did
2: anybody else think it was odd when Allie did run after one? I was like, girl, what you doing? You tiny. Why are you running after the strange band?" It reminded um, me of Sarah in
1: early He did. Back. It reminded me of Sarah, no, but no, I also... not even
2: talk about it, because
0: I was afraid that Max was going to call like Gil Grissom and go after the suspects and be
2: like, what? You're going to be a dumbass? Someone mentioned this when we were talking about it while we watched the episode, too, but. Was... Allie running was one thing, and then Josh running after her, like, one surprise, like, what, I like Josh's reaction more than anything, because to me, he was kind of like, why are you running? You are the scientist. Stop running after them, thinking you're in a fucking action, action movie. Also, OG6 would never, because they would. OG6 probably would, okay? Nick or Sarah would have done some bullshit like that, okay?
1: They
2: all did
0: that, come on. I I meant that OG6 would never stay in the crime scene and go after the, and not go after the suspect, like, they would definitely go after the suspect. Do you think it was
2: funny if they left an unsecured crime scene behind though? That's all I'm saying. <laughs> so, well, well, we are
0: back to the lab and uh, Ellie calls Sarah because Anora cross, she's going around the lab, talking to everyone and Sarah appreciates that Ellie uh, took her out of the way and Sarah makes a mentioned uh, callback to the third episode of season one, which is great because this is the third episode of season one of CSI Vegas. bleeding, th- bleeding hard and a doubting Thomas. And then they, Ellie and Josh, they got the guy on footage. And then we're back to a scene in which we're still on the lab, but we go to Grissom and Max, and Max is just uh, trying to be political, which is something that Grissom never was. And then Grissom's like, "Oh, that's why I love being in the middle of the ocean. You know, these things don't don't uh, don't work." And I was like, "Why is he sounding like my dad? Because my dad would definitely say this stuff."
2: he can't help Um, himself
0: sometimes sarah says that the suspect most likely has a skin condition and because he wore makeup um so sarah's like oh how many suspects would know their way into storage locker and sephora
2: i'm sorry i'm just happy sarah I was like yes bitch you know what a sephora is thank you she looks so fucking good i said it (laughs) don't get me started (laughs) We're too early in it's
0: recording okay, for me to get if started. we start talking about how good Sarah looks, we're just going to keep going. We're never going to continue with this, so let's go. So we see Grissom is in Spanish. I will
2: keep my thoughts concise, but I will say this, I low-key... Forgot, like, most of what happened after he, the man started talking in Spanish in that scene, okay? He lived in Spain, which, knowing that, like, it was very much just, like, a Spaniard accent. And even, like, the way the words he was using, I was like, okay. All right, Mr. Proper Spanish. I'm going to take what I can get, okay? I love that,
0: and uh, I love the fact that I understood everything he was saying because Spanish uh, it's close to Portuguese. So I was like, wow the closest that i get from for you know csi speaking in portuguese is literally them saying stuff in that in latin yeah, we will take what we can get sarah knows something isn't right about grissom she's, she knows that he lied to her but she's giving him a space and then max helps grissom and sarah she gives them all the history of the storage locker um, Max is not doing something because it's not doing that because of Sarah or because of some They're doing. She's doing this because she wants to restore the faith that people have in the lab, which is right. But I'm pretty sure part of the reason why she got all of that list of suspects was because she and Sarah are besties. <laughs> and
2: well, so anything for the bestie. Anything for the bestie.
0: Anything for the best. This episode was really criticized how criminals are printing weapons using 3D printers. They are not traceable. Well, so Ransom recreates the whole scene. And I loved how, how bad like, they're best friends. Something happened between them, but they're best friends, and I love that. So then we go to Sarah and Grissom and their uh, penthouse, right? That Catherine's paying for, or even letting them stay there for free. Sarah's like, I don't know anyone in Las Vegas, and I thought I knew everyone. Like, girl, you spent six years away from Las Vegas. And they see on the news the judge wants to pin eight thousand cases on Hodges' back. So pretty sure Hodges like what the fuck he was probably having mental breakdown after mental breakdown
2: imagine the lawyer that had to walk in the room and be like Mr. Hodges we have an update for you on your case and he's like oh my god tell me what is it like what could they possibly have against me now and they're just like well the DA has updated their charges and he's like how many is it just tell me just tell me how many like 30 40 and the lawyer's just like 8,000 and Hodges is like Okay,
0: but i worked those cases. Yeah, and the, the lawyer's like, exactly why. Max goes and tries to find the DNA for the Dementalist guy. You know, when I saw him, I was like, that's the mentalist guy. Yeah, the, the guy who worked at the FBI. He works in the computer mostly. Well, whatever. So she goes there because she knows this guy has been sick because she wants to find a DNA sample and tries to get his jacket. But he shows up before and grabs that but she finds a sting and she's like, I know entomologists. So she goes to to the lab. In the meantime, Ellie is mm-hmm. helping VSR, and uh, Ellie prints Ellie puts on the screen a picture of Grissom and Sarah's like, that picture, I'm gonna need a copy. And Grissom's like, excuse me, so She, he pulls out Sarah's picture as well, like, nice try, Gilbert, but your wife has an age in 20 years. Then Matt is like, I need your help. I need you to identify a bug. And Grissom's like, oh, that's my favorite kind of bug. And I thought he was going to say B, because, you know, B, you know, GSR, B, you know, it's a thing. And then Grissom's like, "The, the type that solves, that solves murder. And he's just like... And then we got this sequence of just Billy Peterson, you know, analyzing that, that sting. And I'm like, how much did we miss that? We missed that a lot.
2: We missed that. My boy was so happy. He, he said, you got a bug? I got it. That's me. That's the, I'm the bug guy. I got it.
0: I love that. Like, we, you can clearly see how happy Billy Peterson.
2: They're enjoying
0: the fucking hell out of this. Then Max and Sarah shows up and Sarah is just standing like, he got it. He still got it. You know, you see that Max, Max, you see that? That's my husband. That's my husband. I love him so much. And Sarah's so looking at him like pride wife and Grissom is in Latin. Fucking love that. And so Grissom finds out that the bee that they were looking for actually is from a, a, a nest. And as I was about to say beehive. no, it's a nest, a nest that lives on the ground and is extremely rare mm-hmm. that they come out of their, they come out of their hive to sting someone. So that colony was probably. Uh, affected by something else and then max j- takes ransom to find it and the mother of the culprit she lets them do the search and they find a coney that has been compromised and max finds the 3d mask that the guy used but he tried to burn that but it didn't work so she takes she's she just <laughs> she's like, I have a bestie that can analyze this mess. You no, know, my bestie, Sarah Saito, is going to analyze this mask. <laughs> my
2: bestie. She's really great at this. Elements analysis, that's my bestie. That's what my bestie does. In the lab,
0: we can clearly see how happy Georgia Fox was just to, to, you know, they get the DNA and they compare it to the killer's DNA. It's a match. Now we have a corridor. Just show me your arm because the victim managed to scratch the killer and this guy pulls up his glove, his, his glove, pulls up his, I don't know, t-shirt, jacket, and mm-hmm. we see, yeah, the sleeve, and we see how deep the cuts were, like, okay, man, you didn't even put the bandage on and whatever, and Max is like, you didn't turn your mask to dust, you didn't turn it, and I could compare your DNA, so you're going to prison, bitch. She doesn't yep. say prison bit, but whatever. So we're back to DSR. I love how Sarah did this Grissom like, oh, Silver Fox. And I was like, she really just had Silver Fox? Like, it's a lot better than the FinFix described it. I'm gonna be real. They described Grissom's hair as salt and pepper. Like, that man doesn't have a uh, pepper in his hair. Like, it's now yeah, just, yeah. <laughs> yeah, it just Silver Fox. Yeah, uh, it's just Silver Fox. And Sarah says, uh, I like this for the suspects. Silver Fox with a good complexion. And Grissom's like... As a suspect, I hope. <laughs> With just, and she just laughs. And he tries to focus the pictures, the the pool of suspects they have, and Grissom just turns to her and say, "Honey, I have a problem." And like, is this a thing? Is Grissom's going to, is Grissom going to call her different bad names in every episode? Kind of like, first episode, like to the second episode was darling, the the third episode was honey, until
2: uh, the next one, baby. Baby sweetheart, I don't give a fuck. I I have no fucking There's so many. Just keep it going. Keep it
1: going, baby. I want to hear one from Sarah. She's saving her. It's going to be really good,
2: and when it
0: happens, it's going to be like a slap in the face for everybody. Grissom admits to Sarah that he has lens sickness, that he thought it would go away, but it didn't go away. And Sarah's like, we'll figure it out. And then she hugs him and says, if I need to hold on to something, hold on to me. And if you remember, the first line of the song they used for the GSR promo they posted, like, a few months ago, the name of the song is, I'll find you, and the first line of the song is, hold on to on to me. Like, oh, I love that. And with that, that last breakdown point takes us to our bullet points. Land sickness. So immediately after the episode aired, there was uh, aired, there an uh, interview with Jason Tracy. He said that the land sickness is actually a metaphor for DSR because Grissom wants to stay on the sea and Sarah wants to, stay, wants to stay in the land and they would have to find a balance because Grissom wants to stay on the land because of Sarah, but part of him really wants to go back to the sea. Great idea! To put this metaphor in the show. Like, I I think it's a great idea, but he would
2: stay as long as he needed on land. I want to see how they play this whole thing out. I'm going to reserve my judgment on it until then because I've got some thoughts, but I want to see where this goes. It's an interesting metaphor, and it's a really interesting metaphor to to throw into the third episode out of your 10-episode run. They've only just now come back, and you're already throwing this, like, wrench into their, like, plans, basically. Now?
0: I'm thinking that... I'm thinking that this... So, when sickness could get worse i mean it can get worse i mean i've heard of cases because you know your girl here you know spends a lot of time in hospitals when she was good so i've heard of cases of when sickness turning into something worse uh i don't think this could happen to person although nothing happens to gris i'm not even in the original run he he he
2: almost almost day, oh. no she's just talking about how like that aside, he's untouchable, yeah.
0: I mean, not even with Paul Malander, like his fingerprints were in the crime scene. And was like, Grissom, Grissom is always in the lab. You ever think he was gonna have a time to, to go into somebody? He's either yeah. in the lab or in a crime
2: scene or floating with Sarah. I really think it, there's gonna be somewhere else, you know. What that's a good point because we both know, we all well, not both of us, all of us know, like you just said, in the original, Grissom was untouchable, he could do no wrong, he was always the one. That was always right, and he was always the one that was innocent no matter what, right? Before anybody even had a chance to look at the evidence. "Ah, He wouldn't do it. Why would he? The guy has no life. Why would he murder somebody? It would be a really interesting twist of that when this IA investigation starts, is when, is if they really do come down harder on Grissom than than we all imagine. Like, obviously, Hodges going to be the face of this. Like, he's going to be the face of this. These are people who have no fucking idea who who Grissom and Sarah are. They know them by name and, like, legacy only. You know what I mean? Like, oh, yeah, we've heard of, you know, the cases that you guys have handled. We don't know who you are. But I would love to see these IA investigators tear them, and specifically Grissom, apart. Purely in the idea of, like, we don't care who you are. This is what we're being told. We're going to put you on the chopping block beside Hodges. Yeah. Now, is it going to be an extremist? It would be a really cool, like, twist. Yeah, I think they were going to go
0: harder on Grissom than they were going to go on Sarah or even Hodges because Grissom was the supervisor. Exactly.
1: And his signature wow. was on the
0: paperwork. I mean, yeah, but, like, he, th- this guy had to read reports from everyone in the lab. I really think this guy would, would sit down and read, I don't know how many people work in the lab. I don't know, maybe, I don't 50? Really well, we he know he wasn't down. good
1: with paperwork.
2: Exactly, you know he wasn't doing paperwork, but I, but like, but I, I see where you're going too, because it, it would be a really good way. Like again, he's a supervisor. This was essentially his lab. Everything that happened mm-hmm. in that lab under his tenure is somehow his fault. But why um, would it
1: also be DB under file? Because when Grism left, Hodges was still walking there.
2: Yeah, but that would implicate Catherine as well. Yeah, and I don't think that they're going to be implicated as much purely because these files go back way before they both even arrived would have been the one guy that ran it the longest, you know? He ran that lap longer than probably, so most of that shit went down during his...
0: Yeah, I'm the captain of the
2: Natalie Davis Miniature Killer train.
0: And I'm thinking there's a reason why they they focus so much on the early promos. They focused so much on those episodes of season seven, which is a total masterpiece. They got those specific episodes in which uh Natalie left a message for the CSIs to find in the miniatures. Something is I I think the uh, the Nora, I have to call her from her first name, not the I lady. Nora is going to she went to college and all that, but she would try, she's going to try and take not take down but Tell Grissom that he was a shitty supervisor, that he wasn't a good leader, and he didn't communicate. Which, well, know nobody communicated in the damn lab. Community. Yeah, but Catherine was just bad writing. I'm gonna blame that on the writing. Catherine would have been a great supervisor if the writing was better, but there are like a lot of factors attributed to. to well, yeah, me. we're not gonna open up that can of worms right now. Yeah, so that's I the I think that's why I, I like Max so much. So Emma, who still thinks she, she's got something to do with it.
1: I think she's a pawn.
2: Ooh, okay, now she's a pawn. Okay. Yeah,
1: because I think that she was. She truly did like this three company stuff that she was trying to bid with when Hodges got it, but somebody contacted her. But so I'm I'm thinking it's somebody that Hodges worked with, because, you know, Hodges was a bit of a pankerous at times.
0: Well, Hodges was in there. I've read somewhere that, uh, Hodges was an electable character in the original run because he was the CSI version of Sheldon Hooper. That is totally not true.
1: I love Hodges.
0: Same here. He grew on me. Like it took me a while, but he grew on me, but, um. After Grissom left, I started to fall in love as a character. There is an episode from the DB era. Uh, we're going to call that Grissom era, Catherine era, and DB era now? Yeah, yeah, yeah.
2: <laughs> Easier that way. Easier that way.
0: So during the DB era, there was this case in which they had to investigate this, this, this kid's disappearance, and like the lab had run out of power. And that scene, and, and Henry and Hodges get stuck in the elevator, and they have to csi their way and in, in the elevator to try and find evidence to find this boy who was missing and then they just you know high five and say csi and i'm like yeah that's the moment i decided that i really 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 liked hodges
2: and that's the moment where you're like yes him
0: we will protect him
1: <laughs> because like what if it's the lab rats who are because hodges got so much more attention
0: we're going with the lab oh, rats theory at this point
2: at this point it could be anybody
0: in this point, it, it could be it Santa is, Claus. <laughs> for what we know, it could be Santa Claus. I mean, it would, it, you know what? It, it does, this whole, this person who is South American descendant, Silver Fox, 40 to 65 years old, that would put them in the age range of um, Grissom, Hodges. I mean, I don't know. Could be somebody he worked with in LA. You know, and we know he had a
1: past in LA. We, yeah,
0: we don't know what happened to him in LA. And also, uh this person knows forensics, but it doesn't necessarily have to be somebody who works in a lab.
2: Oh, real quick, back to Emma. I'm um, okay. Wait, wait, We moved into the house six months. He moved in six months ago, right? Which was right around. He said was right after the wedding, right? Is that what he said?
1: Yeah. Yeah.
2: Oh. Homegirl looks like she's like five or six months pregnant. Okay, okay. I'm just trying to put the out. I'm going on that Emma has something to do with it. You
0: guys are gonna hate me for it, but you know who hated Hodges' board game? Wendy.
1: Yeah. i don't want to think that because i no, love wendy
0: no. i had a trouble probably troubled relationship with hodges i don't want to go in that direction either but we do know about uh about characters who uh who John bad i mean cs York has an example of this guy who used to work in the lab and turned out he was making drugs out of dead bodies
2: I don't know if I'm going to go to lab rat theory purely because we've already talked about how this all feels very, like, Moriarty-esque, which ties into, like, Jason Tracy's, like, connection to elementary and Sherlock and that whole, like, story. So I feel like it's it, it's it's going to be somebody they know, but I don't know if it's going to be a lab rat entirely. I feel like it's going to be, like, a completely different person, you know what I mean? Just a fucking crazy person. <laughs> well, going to, which takes us to
0: the next bullet point, and, and David Hodges, I just want to ask, why would you turn a room? a door without a log into a nursery i don't know if they were planning to remodel the house and take that door down and
2: uh, yeah i don't know we don't know but it it could have been anything other than a nursery yeah well we're going to call them out on that we're not going to judge them for their real estates but we're going to judge them for where they're planning on placing their nursery
1: yeah especially in vegas one of us anywhere place. anywhere just anywhere don't
2: put your baby in a room that has a door that leads right outside it could have been anything else it could have been an office
0: well probably our last our last two bullet points it's all about grissom and gsr so first how excited grissom looks going back to into the lab
1: he looked like a kid on christmas my
0: man and his little notebook that he was taking notes in the whole episode everybody's like working with tablets and uh, typing on computers and he's just <laughs> there you know making notes He's like, but, no, I, I mean, like my pen and paper. I understand him because I mean, um, if I didn't have to type so much, I would have probably just, you know, make notes with a pen and paper because it's just purely, it's it's better and your under your brain can process process yeah. process that information faster. I do I love, love how it was
2: just him that. and Sarah that were that were handwriting things the whole episode. They were both just <laughs> always just taking notes on like little pieces of paper, and everybody else like had a screen in front of them and were typing. And I'm like, oh, mom and dad are old school. Okay, leave them alone i love that it would be um,
1: hilarious if they bring max into the paper and
2: pen club she's just gonna look at them at one point and be like okay i've got an ipad with an apple pencil it's fine it's the same fucking thing
0: it would be really great if one day did like something just happened the power went out and and then they have to rely on whatever chris and sarah had <laughs> to rely on their written notes and then people are gonna be like what the fuck did you write here like what
2: what is written here that's a good picture for an episode because it would be so great to have like them lose power and suddenly everybody has to go old school. Can't even use like their like equipment like they normally would. And Grissom's like, mm, my moment to shine, I got this. I, I don't need all that fancy equipment. <laughs> <laughs> we gotta go to this place, this place, and this place. Why? I gotta get these three things to build my own mass spec.
1: Well, we know he can build his own light bulb with a pickle and something else. So even- it's taking things apart. They're like, what are you do? Why are you destroying all of our- He's like, shh. D I'm batteries working with building light bulbs. I did that in fifth grade science class.
2: D I, I, battery know, uh, light
1: bulbs with with um toilet paper walls and wiring.
2: I like, I like where car is going, where he just purely he's like, give me the keys to your car real quick.
0: What if they were like have to build a bomb or something, or take a bomb apart and like a bomb explodes and then they have to recreate, it, but they don't have electricity, and then for some just you know making a bomb, and then people are like, <laughs> well, how do you know how to build a you know, bomb? And it's and. No- <laughs> And, and Sarah so goes Grissom,
1: to alarm clocks to help him out. Just
0: look at them, and, and Grissom's like, yeah, well, um, I was an equal
2: terrorist once. And then everybody's like, what? I want that to be a scene. And, the, like, Josh and, and Max walk in, and they're like, what's happening? And Grissom's like, I'm just building a bomb. And Josh is like, what exactly did you do on that boat of yours?
1: And so Sarah's just there sitting in there, taking notes. <laughs> She's just and handing him things.
0: And then uh, Max, Max is like, bestie, bestie, what did your husband do in the boat? And uh, so I was like, oh, you know, he he used to make bombs and blow stuff up. And I was like, these our moments now. Okay, can we just talk about how, you know, the this huge ass lab and they chose the smallest room with the smaller <laughs>
2: screens to stay really to all up on each other. Y'all could have chosen some different screens, but we know how y'all work.
1: But also, they're still not extremely close together like they were on the original. They haven't been standing that close, except I mean, the original
2: that was pretty close they don't
0: know what what a personal space is they never did since the the seminar in san francisco sarah just got to him and be like hi my name is Sarah tyro and was like oh hey sarah and then just you know what is personal space i don't know her can we just talk about how the hugging scene in the lab is kind of like a parallel to sarah kissing him in the lab but now they actually can't do this because they are married they have this freedom to do this
2: See, you, you, you found the parallel to that. I found the parallel to the butterfly scene where he's like admitting to something, only this time she can actually tell him. And, and like, he's like worried that she'll leave him because, you know yeah. what I mean? He's older and things like that. And oh, this time that. around. Mm-hmm.
0: You know what I found out that on Twitter, like, I don't know, last week or two weeks ago, that Billy wrote that speech
2: in a napkin. <laughs> it was a different speech. Oh, was, uh, because of the fucking course he did.
1: And okay. uh, good, goodbye and good luck, Judge Fox wrote.
2: Because of course. Like, I, I don't expect anything less from them, but of course Billy would just throw his own napkin. He'd be like, real quick. Are you guys in speech? Yeah, I'll, I'll write one up real quick. Give me quick, give me something to write on. I'm pretty sure he
0: read the, he read the, he read the actual speech and he was like, Uh, this doesn't sound like Grissom and Sarah. Give me five minutes. Okay, Anthony, we're you, I'm going to say the speech, right? And I was like, no worries. So can we just say, can we just take a minute to appreciate the character development that Grissom has?
2: Yes. Girl, don't even get me started. But actually, do get me started. Let's go talk about
0: Let's talk about it. Like, person from the original run, whenever, like, just in the scene of Butterfly, he just said that because he saw that Sarah wasn't around. Or maybe he knew that she wasn't around because, the, the, you know, maybe yeah. they could kill each other because they are connected on another level, you know? But now he can say that.
2: He literally <laughs> was like, just, hey, I gotta tell you, something's wrong. Like, I know, that's right. I know, I know. see it. You'll lie to me in the morning. She's I like, I know. She's like, do you forget Gilbert? I'm a genius. Tell me what happened. Just how quickly he was like, you know, basically like, I've done the research. This is what's happening with me. And and even even her response, just so quickly to be like, no, I'm here. I'm with you no matter what. Let's go. Let's do this together. Yeah, we did.
0: We we <laughs> researched. You know what? Uh, Anthony or Jason Tracy or whoever works in CSI that was listening to this. I watch Grey's Anatomy. Okay, I, I do. I do admit that I'm stuck at season 11. But I watch Grey's Anatomy, you know, I could have really just tell Grissom what he has to do. get better okay
1: he has to see his doctor then be then be referred to a a pacific physical therapist who specializes in in sickness.
0: grissom singing to sarah wasn't that cute it was the
2: cutest thing ever furthering my headcanon that at one point or another these two went to a joni mitchell concert somewhere somehow i don't know maybe maybe back in san francisco maybe post you know season five i don't give a shit
0: a headcanon that i had Maybe they just Grissom just called her and was like, Yeah, I have something to do today and Sarah's like, No, maybe that's the Sunday that Sarah is referring. Then yeah. maybe Kari, what are you trying to do to me? Stop. Kari, oh, stop it, just her no, Kari, Kari, stop like, it. Yeah, I know. And I know then, this you know, this thing happened to Nick. We all need a break. Let's let's go to this concert. I have like Heart. two tickets who wanna go with me. And she's so like out here trying no worries, no let's go. And then they just go and then maybe the song that Grissom was singing was the song that was playing. <laughs> and then Fuck Grissom off. just turns to Sarah. <laughs> and and just
1: just kisses her like
2: why would you do this to me (laughs) and then after
1: the concert they get back to one of the places and you know
0: maybe i don't know but that would have been really really sweet this just came to my mind can somebody tell me if this is canon or not like somebody who works in csi tell me if this is canon or not i actually don't because i won't be able to survive it okay (laughs) tell me this is canon because i i want to see anna's reaction
2: no, look, poor Kari had to see me and had to endure me going through an actual mental breakdown on Wednesday after the episode oh, because yeah, not only gosh. was it, yeah yeah and I, and you know what I'm not apologizing for it I can't apologize for my reactions I, they're just they're what, they're what they are you know what I mean the headcanon and I have were like they throw on an album they're making dinner he's now 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 I have the headcanon, and they just start singing to her because that's just a thing that happens now and then like he starts singing and he, with him he, he yeah. and he and, grabs and now her he gets in the kitchen. Yeah, yes. now they're dancing in the kitchen and you know what? Now and now I'm just sobbing in the corner. And guess what? That was perfectly fine. I was perfectly fine and happy and dandy to live in that little headcanon life. And now it's canon that my my guy just starts singing to his wife every now and then. And well, maybe when she's
0: mad at maybe when she's mad at him, he just starts singing to her. And then He's she's, so she's like, remember <laughs> the first time we kissed? It was a Sunday. It was in the concert. They were playing the
2: song. Oh, but, oh God. Oh, no, I have, I have, look, I'm going to, I'm going to stop my Joni Mitchell rant now and I'll talk more about it. I won't be stopped recording because I've got so many reasons as to why I think Sarah is a huge Joni Mitchell fan. I'll explain more later. Someone hit me up on Twitter if you want my explanation. That's a very lengthy response. I've, I've thought about this. You're going to have to the PM them really respond. She can write
0: a whole motherfucking dissertation. Yeah,
2: everybody everybody's rating for the episode. Nine.
0: Oh, you know, so far this was the best episode of Say Vegas. So mm-hmm. I'm gonna go ahead and give a nine and a half. Loved the social credit. Loved how how gruesome how uh, no the character development. Loved how open GSR now is with their relationship. I'm just taking you know 0.5 because 0.5 uh it's just you know I I didn't like that the you know that the under. Tariff really gave me McCann vibes, and uh, yeah, some, something's wrong, something's off with him and the normal woman, you know, it's
2: just something feels odd. Well, now I feel like I'm being too fucking judgmental now with my rating. What is your rating?
1: <laughs> Don't
2: Look, me to give again. it a six. Don't give it a 6 we You're going to give it a six. No, no, no. What did I give the first one like a six and a half or like a seven, something like that, and then I give the last one like a seven? It is, this one so far, like, they took two episodes, they found their footing now, their pacing is now, like, it makes sense. It's still a bit fast. I can't tell if it's the pacing that's interesting or if it's the scene transitions, because some of these scene transitions are, are they're interesting, you know? Um, but that being said, I have a feeling like this is going to be the, like, level to which all the rest of the episodes are going to be. Which is like, please, just keep getting better. Um, I'm going to give it a 7.8. Don't, th- this don't look at me like that that this. Sing. I know, and I'm still going to give it a 7.8. Exactly. I know. This is the
0: episode that Billy Peterson speaks in Spanish. <laughs> <laughs>
2: I said you two gave your answers and I was like oh see now I feel like I'm being too critical I'm not I I, I look you can come at me I'm being too critical whatever I don't care
0: I'm changing Anna's rating to a no I'm not giving it a is... I'm keeping it at
2: 7.8 wait what were you saying Breeze?
1: but see you also have um experience in direct in assisting and directing oh well I'm oh, yeah so that's why I I'm like that's your ratings are much lower than us <laughs> I like to be... look and I, but also again I just
2: I'm gonna be real. I'm gonna say it. I'm gonna say it. I don't. I don't think I see myself giving an episode a nine, or anything above an eight out of ten.
0: Well, you're. Yeah, I mean, let's see the next episode. If you all see the problem by now, um, there Chris are gonna kiss, and we have only gotten like two kisses, and like. What not, give me a nine,
2: when we know these two fucks.
0: <laughs> Somehow this episode just got R rated. <laughs>
1: You can cut that out, but oh, how about we make it more PG? Make love. I, I give it enough for that. No, I give it a nine when these two fuck. Give <laughs> <laughs> it a shit when Oprah
2: forgets
1: about it. No, I, I, <laughs> I, know I
0: give simple. it a nine. you really think they're gonna? you, you I mean, I know that Georgia Fox said Edira, but I don't think she knows I don't care.
2: That, they do shit. CBS
0: can do shit to work around it. I don't care, but that episode gets a nine.
1: <laughs> well, we well we have seen. Come on, remember Kath and and
2: Fontaine. I mean, I know, but whatever, but this is GSR we're talking about. (laughs) I'm not seeing the, like, CBS acceptable, like, version of that, you know what I mean? But, like, we're laughing at this now. You know, if this happens
0: until the 10th episode, I'm just going to be really surprised because that's something that I'm, doesn't really see it coming. I mean, I see, like, them, you know, just making out, going to bed, and then the camera cuts to, I don't know, the window, and then, you know, it's gold to the bed. I can and see again. that happening.
1: Yeah, yeah. again. <laughs> this is what I have to deal with.
2: Okay, this is what you
1: have to do. This is what I have to deal with. Look at how I am with you two a lot.
2: I'll be as critical and analytical with this show as I fucking can be, but you should be
1: fucking. I'm like, fucking 9 out of 10, baby. 9 out of 10. 9 out of 10.
2: <laughs> Only if they actually like like what if they just. If season 2 goes to Paramount Plus, I start a whole new rating scale. I start a whole new rating scale.
0: You know, if she if they kiss, she's going to be so picky and be like, I'm going to give it an A because I did not like the camera angle. I did not like the lighting. No, you know what I'll do next week? I will
2: rate the episode and then I will give the kids a rating. How are ten. we doing
0: this? So the whoever, whoever works for CBS, for CSI, <laughs> uh, Anna is going to give a rating to the kids, although these are actors that we love and, you know. She's gonna give a rating to the way they act, you know, guys. This yeah, is I'm, what I'm, I'm. I know what I'm saying. I'm completely unhinged. It, what if we see an episode in which they
2: fuck? You're gonna give a <laughs> rating to the fuck? <laughs> I will. I will. I will. I'll give that a rating, and then I'll give the episode a rating. All right. I'm happy. I don't care. I'll oh do it. God, put this shit on Paramount Plus next season. I will change my rating scale. The rating scale will be: Did they fuck? No. Mm. Okay. No, this is why
0: you know when I upload this episode, I'm going to put uh, explicit content. <laughs>
2: Honestly, if you're not expecting explicit content we're talking about this fucking show, what if we, we're... What, <laughs> what did you expect? Uh, so this I do apologize perfect. if somehow this episode gets into the hands of anybody, anybody in a professional capacity that works on this show. I will apologize to them and them only. Purely out of professional,
0: like, courtesy. Okay, guys, so, um this episode took a hard left turn and uh, (laughs) stay (laughs) and stay safe everyone Uh, the next episode airs next wednesday and it's gonna be a good one so uh stay tuned for that and stay safe everyone bye bye everyone